people have to remember uh, turkey hunting is turkey hunting is the most dangerous firearm related sport there is. Welcome to Wild Game Dynasty's podcast episode number 21, April 15th, 2019. Whoa, did that put a beat of sweat on your brow? If it did, you don't have your taxes done. And uh, hey, that's your problem, not mine, but get it done so it doesn't interfere with uh, what we enjoy doing. And that, that that would be, at least one of the things, would be heading out into the woods and turkey hunting, turkey scout, mushroom picking, that kind of thing. Folks, when I have people uh, book some turkey hunts, um, I always look forward to, you know, maybe after we tag a bird, if we're heading back to our vehicle or if we're out scouting, you know, enjoy the entire experience. That means some real mushroom picking as well, maybe. Anyways, and a little bit of deer scouting. It's a perfect time to be deer scouting this time of year. But when you're out turkey hunting, you know, we're, we're out to listen for a gobble. Boy, that's a thing that really, really wires people up, including myself. I had one guy look at me and he says, you look like a kid in a candy store. I said, man, it feels like it, buddy. We have a special guest today. Special guest is Rod Little. Rod is a nine-time State of Michigan turkey calling champ. He has over 40 years in the turkey woods. Um, Rod's a professional guide, but he's kind of tapered back that in that he, uh, it was really neat to hear what he likes to focus on now. I think he shares the fact that he really enjoys guiding, but he's at a point in his life now that he really likes to focus on um, some people with less fortunate situations and making sure that they're putting a tag on their bird. Well, folks, let's roll right into this podcast with Rod Little. Rod, how you doing? Good, how are you, Gary? Good. Hey, Good. thanks for stopping by, man. No problem. No yeah, problem. sorry about, uh, uh, you know, having you uh, come out of your comfort zone and come over to my comfort oh. <laughs> zone, but uh, I guess we could have went out to your that's, place. That's and, no problem. <laughs> well, I've thought about if we went out to your place, uh, maybe we'd have some turkeys running around yeah, on your, there on is, your there, property. There was a town and three hens out there this morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're rubbing it in my nose, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Did you call them in, or they just happened to be no, there? No, they were just there. Yeah, no, I just watched them. <laughs> they know it's not turkey season. Yeah, yeah. They know. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not just the deer that seem to uh, disappear. I mean, the turkeys yep. seem to. Uh, yeah. Turkeys do the same thing. Yeah, they yep. Go, they know. They go check the calendar. Yep. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, you know, we've been chatting. I would say off camera, but uh, a bit. But uh, um, I want to go back to, uh, you know, my first exposure to Rod Little. Uh, <laughs> I remember signing up for a, a, a turkey hunting seminar, a calling seminar, we'll call it, at uh, you know the Garber High School when they had the community ed, and that was you know they had a lot of neat classes over there, and I'd always look for that flyer, and you know I knew what time of year that you know. Matter of fact, you talked about the Tom Gaffney, I knew him real well. Yep, Tom. And yep. uh, you know, and if I forgot or something, I remember one year I forgot and he called me up. Oh, good. You, you going to take this class? And I said, yeah, I mean, about five of us. And so, yeah, we had a great time. And I, I will say, I mean, that's that was one of my first exposures to uh, uh, calling yeah. versus me going out and really not knowing what I was doing. And I appreciated that immensely. Oh, thanks. And actually, the two guys that went with me, um, they both turkey hunt to this day. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yep. Both him and his boy. Yep. Yeah. And yep. we we talked about those. And I signed up for that seminar probably two, three times. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Yep. So, anyways, that doesn't mean that you're a lot older than I. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> 
that, that was a long time ago. <laughs> well, yeah, back in the heyday when we yep. were, yeah, light on our feet, we'll say. <laughs> um, you know, I, I took some notes because we were chatting, and uh, you know, I, you know, I, I don't, I don't have a huge background in you other than your heck of a turkey caller, and but uh, I'm going to give a shout out too to uh, to Doug. Yeah. And uh, you know, and Doug uh, uh, brought up your name, and I thought, geez, why would, why didn't I think of that? But it wasn't like I had your number in my contacts, yeah. but uh, I can tell you what I do now. <laughs> so, uh, um, and it, you know, as we know, it's a small world. We find a lot of commonalities in people we do know. But uh, you know, he showed me a picture that of a turkey you called in for him, and yep. uh, and of course we you know went from there. And uh, um, but uh, you you have a background that goes back a ways, oh. and. Um, why don't you give me a little bit of background yourself? Well, I have turkey hunted since 1976. Wow. 43 years, I think I was thinking about that the other day. Wow. I've been on Quaker Boys uh, Pro Staff since 1984, and I won the Michigan State Turkey Calling Championship 9 out of 12 times. Oh, my. So, wow. So, yeah. And I've spent a lot of time out scouting, a lot of time out hunting. Yeah. And I thoroughly enjoy it. For yeah. 43 years, I still sit there every year. When they start gobbling on the roost, I think, you know what? This is still cool. Yeah. It's still cool. <laughs> every year. Yeah. Yep. How many times have you taken a hunter out for their first time? And when they hear that gobble, I mean, their eyes got to light yep. up. Almost every time. Yeah. Yep. That's that's a that's a noise in the woods. That's, that's priceless. Yep. Oh, God. Yep. I mean, it's just unbelievable. and. I guess if I didn't even hunt, I'd go out and sit. If yep. I knew I wasn't going to pester a hunter, I'd go out and sit and just, just listen, listen to those. Yep. Oh, that's yep. just a beautiful sound. So 43 years hunting turkeys. Yeah. Yep. Calling champion for nine, 9 out of 12 years. I mean, is there a... I think there is, but is there a big difference between the style of calling that you're expected to do at a in, calling contest versus out in the woods? In a, in a calling contest, you want to call them out and make any mistake. Okay. That's the biggest thing, because that's what that's what judge people that judging are looking are looking for. Yeah. It's way easier calling a turkey mm-hmm. than just calling a judge. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. I, you know, I look at now as you know, I'm kind of a hunting junkie like we all are. I was watching that, uh, you know, that well, what's his name, Hunter Wallace. Yep. The young fella. Yep. Boy, he took this by storm, hadn't he? Though, and it's so neat to see yep. a young guy like that. You know, he's. Obviously, he was brought up around it, but uh, yeah, it's neat to see more and more people get into this sport. Yep. We need that. Yep. Yeah, especially the young people. Yeah, absolutely. Because even like Matt Moret that works for Zinc. Yeah, I mean, he was a little kid when I started going. Really? I mean, he was just a little. He was a little kid. He oh. was probably seven or eight years old. Wow. So that's pretty neat, though. Yep. So you, yeah, you remember those guys? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All of us put our pants on one leg at a time, oh, but yeah. uh, yep. you know, it, it's neat to see them get. I should say addicted, but uh, yeah, tied right into the sport. So, yep. um, we were chit chatting too. I mean, if we talk back in time a little bit, uh, you know, you talked back like forty years ago when you were getting into the sport. You were talking about hey, looking for a, a call to buy. Yeah, you couldn't even find a call in Bay City. I ended up going to Jay's up in Claire's. You'd walk into a and. Little Banks Hardware over there yeah. on, on uh, Marquette or into Goodines. You guys got turkey calls? They look like, what the heck are you talking about? Yeah. And I ended up going well, to Jay. Well, Goodines was pretty well outfitted. Yeah. I mean, it banks too, but I mean, yeah. 
Yep. But you know, turkey hunting just hadn't uh, yep. just uh, just took off, and then yeah. I ended up. I learned how to use the mouth call with a Penwoods forty-five record. Oh, that's all I learned. My. Yep. Single wow. read Penwood single read mouth call and a Penwoods forty-five record. That's how I learned. Wow. Yeah, we talked off camera. I mean, everybody's getting back into the vinyl. You better put that in a <laughs> vault somewhere. Somebody will break in and steal that. Yeah. Out of you. <laughs> wow. Well, you probably wore it out because you got to listen yeah, to it. Played a lot. Yeah. Yep. Drove somebody nuts in your house. Yep, yep my dad. <laughs> quit, you, quit making that noise. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yep. Yeah. Oh, God. Huh. God, I remember that, though. I remember, you know, I mean, it's like Predator Calling, too. I mean, yep. you know, they got the cassettes. And I remember my nephew saying, well, who in the heck would tote one of them out in the woods? You did it if you wanted to hunt yep. with, a, with a call. You know, yep. same way turkey hunting. You want to learn it? You'd play that forty-five a number. Yeah, now you can learn it off your phone. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Who'd have thought, huh? Oh my gosh, what's <laughs> next, huh? Um, well, we, you know, get right into the kind of the hunting side of things, and uh, you know, I, I don't know. You, you had me uh, jot down some some notes, and you know, I've been. I thought, yeah, these make perfect sense. Oh. Um, You've give, you've done a number of seminars over the years, and uh, so I'm going to kind of turn the reins over to you and yeah. and and uh, you know share share your uh, experience, your knowledge with us. The, the biggest number one thing you have to do is scout. You have to spend a lot of time in the woods scouting, and I scout just like I hunt. I go out real early in the morning. I all hoot, try to locate the turkeys, mm -hmm. try to see what they're doing and when they're doing. It. Try to establish a pattern of what they're doing. Okay. And you'll find, like we talked earlier, on once you get property where you can access and you can hunt it, whether it's state land or private land, there's certain spots, and you'll find this if you go enough, that turkeys do the same thing year after year after year. Okay. Might not do exactly the same pattern, but they'll be in that area. Okay. And it'd be pretty close, pretty close to doing that same pattern every year. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh. Um, you know, like deer hunting, you know, we, guy might sit say, well, you know, where should I sit? I mean, I'm, not that I'm the deer hunting guru, but we always know, I mean, you got to sit between where they're at and no, where they're going that's, to. That's 90% of turkey hunters get between where they are and where they want to go. Wow. I mean, it, it's, it's going to help you to be a good caller because sometimes they'll come a long ways to a call, mm -hmm. but calling is just a small part of the actual turkey hunting pie. To me, scouting's the number one thing. Wow. You have to establish a pattern of what they're doing and when they're doing it, get between where they are and where, where they want to yeah. go. That's, that's paramount. To yeah. Young. So, I mean, if we look at, um, you know, a person's going to, you know, maybe take a couple days off work to go hunting, mm -hmm. turkey hunting, but he's got some weekend time, but maybe it's not, you know, maybe he wants that opening day, the two days. Mm -hmm. So I guess what you're saying is, Boy, if he can spare that extra time before the season starts, he yep, get, get up pattern his birds, yep. I guess, you know, yep. I know what and, and, and turkey hunting, from my experience, isn't like deer season, where you got to be there opening day. Yeah. Usually what you'll find in the first couple weeks of the season, it's either they're bunched up, they'll come into anything you do, or they're bunched up and they won't do anything. You can't get them to do enough. Well, the more like, turkeys there are, okay. the harder it is to get to get them to respond. That seems like I got the experience. They, they're bunched up and they won't come to anything. <laughs> nope. And all it is, especially when you're trying to call them, they're coming into you. All it takes is one to see something. 
and wow. one sees something, the rest of them are gone. Wow. Oh. Huh. And then you're dealing with the weather. You know, now it's a little bit different because you got seasons are a week or two weeks long. Yeah. <coughs> like with the with the uh, you know with that first hunt with the ZC yep. hunt for like Bay County and South. You know, yep. you got two weeks or something. But some of the areas I sit, still think are a week long in that first hunt. Yeah. So then you're dealing with that snow, rain. Yeah. You know, usually later on in the season and that two thirty four hunt, the the, le- the weather kind of levels mm-hmm. off, the hunting pressure levels off. Yep. And then, you know, you have probably, I, I'm not going to say it's as good a chance, but pretty close to as good a chance of killing a bird I would agree. than as, as you do in the first couple of weeks. Yeah, that I would agree with that. It yep. seems to be that yep. with me and my uh, little exposure. But, uh, yeah, and it's a, uh, yep. like you say, you got a little more uh, better expectation on the better weather. Yep. Now the weather's better. You can pick and choose your days. You're not pressured to go up there and hunt yep. the first two days if it's raining or snowing. Yep. Or the first weekend, or the only weekend you got when it's raining or snowing. Yeah, you know you get a lot. You know you get a, you can pick and choose your days. You yeah, know? we talked off camera a little tiny bit, but I mean some guys, uh, you know, call it the mosquito season. Yep. Well, the warm weather breeds. You know the. Yep. You know they seem to blossom like a darn flower. You know they come out of nowhere or yep. they hatch out. What well, like I say, you know, we had the, you got the thermocells, and I yeah. I carry thermocell and deep woods off of me. Okay. I said I use deep spray my head net, spray my hat, spray my gloves with deep woods off, or have the and have the thermocell. Yeah. And uh, do you worry about uh, the turkey scent? No. At all. Okay. All right. So that turkeys it's aren't a, super smart animal. Okay. Or birds. Well, you, not, just, you just made a bunch of us feel kind of <laughs> really <laughs> bad about. <laughs> Not, but they're not, not super smart. They're just doing things that turkeys do, you know. Yeah. And, and by establishing a pattern of what they're doing and when they're doing it, you can kind of intercept them. Yeah. You know, you're, you know, sure, you're going to call and they're going to gobble. And, but, you know, and you can get them to move a little ways. But, I mean, a lot of times if they decide to go somewhere, they're gone. They're gone. You know, and there's yeah. usually not much you can do with a call to get them to come back. Yeah. Sometimes you can. Most of the time you can't. Can't, yeah, yeah. Hence the scouting. Because um, is number one, yep. and then calling is way down the list. Yep. I mean, you've said that, but as you're telling us these things, it mm-hmm. sure, yeah, it just makes perfect sense. Yep. Yet, in my opinion, I mean, there's so much emphasis on calling. Yep. Not to say calling should be ignored, but yep. Um, yep. you know, and, and the, the biggest thing I think, two things you got to do. One thing you got to get. I'm on Quaker Boys Pro Staff. I yep. mean, I'm not going to stand here and tell you buy a Quaker Boy game calls because they're the best there are. What you have to do with a call is get one you feel comfortable with yep. and have confidence in. Okay. That's the biggest thing. And yeah. you've got to be able to control the call. I mean, you got to be able to, it's, it's one thing to pick up a mouth call and call real yeah. loud, loud, loud as the turkey's coming in. But where you're going to blow it 90% of the time is when that turkey gets within sight. Yeah. 50, 60 yards, you've yeah. got to be able to look down your gun and go, Real soft, be able to call yeah. real soft. Yeah. Well, your heart's boom, boom, boom. So closing that distance. Yep. Putting, yep. putting the finishing touches yep. on the hunt. Yep. On the, on the, yep. 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 You're very seldom going to scare them calling if, if you can't see them yeah. when they're 100 yards away or yeah. 75 yards away. But that when, and when a turkey comes in, the biggest thing you got to remember when a turkey comes in is looking for something to move. It okay. heard a hen, it's looking for it. They'll yeah. walk in, stand real straight, look, come walking in, stop. Look around. I mean, they're looking for something to move. And I know birds have great vision. How about the turkey? Yep. They see 270 degrees without turning their head. Oh, wow. The only yeah. place they can't see is right behind, right in the back of their head. And when they're looking at you, 
they're not looking straight at you, they're, they're looking sideways. When they'll turn their head, they're looking right straight at wow. you. Wow. Yeah, giving the evil eye, the, yep. the, the stink yep. eye. Yep. <laughs> that's, yep. that's that's moments before you hear the alarm pipe. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Hopefully yep. not, but uh, <laughs> well. So, I mean, well, we get, I guess I'm getting ahead of myself, but I mean, if you're going to make a move when a turkey's in your distance where you, you say, well, geez, I, I sat here and I didn't put my gun up to my shoulder. You the know? biggest thing that I found in try this is don't, don't make a sudden move. What you want to do is move a little bit at a time. Okay. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit. And even when you're turning your gun, because I'll sit with my back against the tree, I'll have my knee yep. up, and if I yep. have to move, I don't go one movement. I'll just move it a little bit at a time. So oh, stop. great that, advice. They don't seem to pick that up. Oh, great advice, because yep. not to say a guy can't figure that out, but yep. that, that's, that's, that's experience out in the woods <coughs> yep, exactly. more than one year. You yep. know, because you got to get in that situation, yep. and those situations don't happen. And when they do, the last thing you want is to uh, yep. well, spook the gobbler. I've yeah. I've found that works really good. Wow! As, as, as opposed to trying to move your whole gun, just yeah. move it a little bit at a time. I like where the turkey's walking. Move yeah. it. Stop. 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 Yeah. Just move it a little bit at a time. And yeah. Then stop. Hmm. Wow. They yeah. don't seem to pick that up. Huh. Scouting. I always kind of called it. Locating, but those are really two different things. Yeah. I mean, well, scouting is one thing, well, but I mean, well, you're we're basically you're when you're scouting, you're actually locating. Okay, you know, I'll go out in the morning. I hold, I'll hold with my boys. Yeah. Oh, 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 not many people can do that without a call in their mouth. You don't have to sound exactly like an owl. I mean, like I'll go out if I think they're farther away. I'll. Or I'll just go oh! one time. Ah, okay. So, because if you go through Shocking. the whole sequence of, sequence of that, and they gobble into it, and you you might not hear it. Yeah. So you just oh, and just you know they'll yeah. gobble the gobble of that. Yeah, boy, you can be in a sour mood, thinking, "Oh, we haven't located one." Boy, you do that, and he gobbles it. Boy, it changes the outlook on life. Yep, yep. sure does. <laughs> yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah, gives you some hope. Yep, for, yep. for either. For that right that day, or if you're doing it in the evening, oh yeah. At least, yeah. boy, you go back to camp thinking, "Oh, we've located him. He gobbled, and uh, boy, tomorrow's going to be a fun day." Yeah. But you know, sometimes things yeah, just that's the biggest on. thing. No one are there. That's yeah. That's what's nice. You know, then if in out in the morning, I'll blow a cold call in the middle in the yeah. middle of the day. Okay. Then I don't. You can either blow a crow call and sound like a crow, but you get. Or you, I, I, I try to get it where you can get a real ring out of it. You can sound like a crow, or you can go, get that real high-pitched yeah. ring to it. Where they, they no, shock them into no, the gobble. gobble. Okay. That's what they're doing. Oh, neat. No. Neat. Because I haven't had much luck with a crow call, but I can see exactly why I may be missing yep. the mark. Yep. You, know? yep. you bite down on that, and you blow real, yeah. blow real hard and get the pit. They seem to respond to a higher pitch I mean, more like than the actual sound okay. of the call. Maybe like, I mean, not to pair it with a dog whistle, but you know, it's yep. you either yep. got one that's going to work or you don't. Yep. You know, and they yep. respond or not. Well, that re reminds me, I mean, they were selling everything that we'd buy yep. that would, you know, turkey call wise, and I bought a peacock thing and yep. a a dog whistle that I knew really didn't work, but yep. uh, I thought, well, I got it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I've even took goose calls off. 
Really? You know, blow a goose claw and get them to gobble. I'll up. be yep. darn. Huh? Yeah, you find something. Carry a goose claw. Yep. Yeah, you yep. know. Two yep. things don't work, but maybe that other one did. And yep. What worked uh, yesterday might not work tomorrow. Yep, yep. exactly right. Wow. Huh. Yep. Um, well, you got some camo on, but, uh, you know, I'm thinking of my mind because, I mean, uh, we know camel, but I mean, you said 270 degrees they can see. 270 so degrees without turning their head. Yeah. Wow, you got to blend in. Yep. So I would think, yeah. I would think camouflage is at least a little bit important. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I wear complete camouflage, head net, you know, with my glasses cut out, gloves. I got my gun tape. Wow. Um, so everything. Yep, everything's camel. Yeah. yeah. Even like I, I got I shoot a uh, Remington 1187 now. Yeah. It's got the chrome bolt. Yep. Then I'll, I'll take a felt marker and I'll color that in black, you know, or green, or you can wow. just something to break that glare. So yeah. That, Boy, if so, I borrow, borrowed my uh, buddy's uh, 1100, or what? Uh, yeah, the auto loader. Yep. And I took a felt marker to that. Oh, he. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, you can get that stuff off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it comes. Yeah, it comes right off. Oh yeah, yeah you can wipe it right It'd irritate yep. him though if I returned it. Didn't yeah. It? yeah. <laughs> But that's what a turkey hunter, you know, yep. I mean, you, you do what you, you know. Hence, yep. a lot of people buy that turkey gun. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't have to. You just, there's other ways to camo st uh, stuff up. Right. right. I guess that's what my next question there's is. There's a lot of, well, even they sell the guns that are yeah. completely camo, too. Yeah. You know, that get, you know, completely camo on the bolts yeah. and black, you know, yep. black oxide or something so yep. you don't get the glare. Not to say a person won't have to spend a little bit of money, but... A person doesn't have to chase every advertisement on television right. and buy everything they have to offer. I mean, a person can get into turkey hunting right. with not a lot of money. I right. mean, if they're already hunting, uh, say, a deer with a bow and arrow and they got some camouflage, yep. sure. mean, could someone yep. pick up? I mean, yeah, you can use the same camouflage that you bow hunt with. Yeah, okay. you know, I, I do. You know, yeah. I, I use this. You know, I don't have a different set of camouflage right. for right. everything I use. I just use the stuff I my bow on left. Yeah, know? absolutely. And so if a guy has a, a guy or gal has a, uh, say a pop-up blind yep. that's camouflage for deer hunting, I mean, yep. that's a good turkey yep. thing. And why would somebody maybe, I, I see that on television sometimes or on online where someone's sitting outside next to a tree and then the next person's sitting in a blind. I mean, pluses well, and minuses? Well, sometimes you got to, you know, if you got a caller, a guy that's calling. Personally, I, I like the, the biggest thing and it took me a long time to mm -hmm. to figure this out. Is you got to be comfortable. Yeah, you got to be be able to whether you sit in a blind or whether you sit outside, you got to be comfortable. Yeah, you know they make the little seats where you can sit on yeah, or the yeah. chairs. I mean the chairs work good. Yeah, um, I got a what they call a fat boy cushion. They're, it's pretty expensive, but I mean if you want to oh, sit man. a long time, yeah, it's worth it. It's oh, worth absolutely, it. it's worth it. Yeah, you know? it is, when you say expensive in the in the line of cushions it's an expensive one yep. but it's not like you're going to spend hundreds of dollars right. on yeah something. i think they were like 50 bucks yeah 55 dollars last forever that, that's that's worth its weight in gold i yeah. mean i use it to turkey on well i use it sitting in a, in a ladder stand yeah i mean i use it a lot yeah and it's absolutely. good and comfortable and you can sit a long time yeah. the more comfortable you can sit with with all doing a lot of shifting moving around the better off you're going to be yeah especially on a late hunt when the later hunt where, you, where you're going to sit a lot more and you're going to call a lot less. Yeah. Because the turkey's been chased, they've been shot at, they've been yep. called to, and they're not apt to come running right in gobbling like they would early in the year. Wow. They're going to come walking and they'll gobble 75 yards away. Yep. You'll sit quiet. And, and that's another kind of thing with the crow call. 
you know, if, if they're if they gobble a long ways away and I'll call at them, they gobble and then they get real quiet. I'll blow a croak off and see if they're coming in closer to me. Okay. So I'm so I'm I'm not really exposing my position. Yep. But I'm just seeing seeing what they're doing. Right. You know? Oh, those are neat techniques. Yep. You're mixing it up a little bit, so you mix it up. Yeah. Yep. You know, I I remember seeing a uh, a hunt on TV, and um, a guy talked about turkeys have, and animals in general, but turkeys have kind of that internal GPS, he kind yep. of said, where you blow, or you hit your uh, friction call, your blow mouth call, whatever it is, and he's got you picked, yep. and he's going to come in and he's going to look at that spot, yep. and, uh, but you know, you just brought up a, you know, a way to kind of mix that up a little bit, that's a great, great yep. idea. Yep. You know, you being on the Quaker staff, or Quaker boys, uh, pro staff, uh, I'm sure I gotta believe you're probably familiar with uh, the late Dick Kirby. Yep. Yeah, okay. I remember that was one of my first turkey hunting videos I rented. It was uh, I rented it from Bay Archery. Yep. And uh, I remember going in there, and Brian was in there, and he recommended that one. It was a neat video, and uh, of course, you know, I was, you know, I was hooked on that hunting probably because I took that class you taught. You know, so <laughs> if my wife complains, I'll send her your way. <laughs> and uh, but I remember. Him talking about sitting on a cushion, because you were just talking about that. And he yep. says, "Well, you, you decide you're going to spend money and you get a turkey hunting vest. You know, don't just buy a turkey hunting vest." And he said, "If some of them come with cushions, that's good." But he says, "You got to have a cushion. Yep. You know, them things are a little foam. They're like a quarter inch." He says, "If you think you aren't going to feel something," and I remember him saying, and it's so true. You sit down, and you think, "Wow, this is comfortable." Within five minutes, you're going to feel every stick, pebble. You know. Yep. He said, nope. Princess and the P ain't got nothing on this one. <laughs> I remember him saying that, and it was funny, you know. But, yeah, you, uh, it was fun watching those videos. Yeah. And they, okay. as you know, they, I mean, they were, uh, they were the real deal. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. But, yeah, the comfort, being comfortable is huge. Wow. I mean, it is huge. Temp yeah. line, the chairs. Said, I said, I got the temp lines. I got the folding chairs I got yeah. the little the smaller chairs but you can go out there and you can sit for a long time yeah. and not fidget around a lot yeah absolutely no. yeah I, I remember taking a couple guys out in uh, different times and you know I took I I mean I was hauling a couple chairs that are a little heavy but yep. I kind of knew after talking to these guys that they needed something really yep. comfortable and he said I just bring those little camp fold up ones I said I ain't sitting in those things for two hours, and so you know, I'm, I said you haul the this or that and the other thing. I was hauling chairs, oh, yeah. Yeah. but they both got gobblers that oh, morning, yeah. and we just sat long enough, yeah. and they came yeah. to even us. even a boat cushion. Yeah, I, mean, I feel like you used to carry a boat, you know, take a boat cushion. Yeah, yeah, you know, sit on a camel boat boat cushion. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah. I mean, anything to just get you where you can sit comfortable and not fidget around. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I said, you get later in the year or even earlier in the year, you know, you're trying to sit for 45 minutes, half, you know, 45 minutes to an hour, hour and a half. Yeah. You know, and I mean, you call, 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 might not hear nothing, or one, one, one might gobble a long ways away, yeah. and all of a sudden look, and you're, you know, you're trying to fidget around. I mean, you do, and look with your eyes. You know, a lot, I mean, a lot of people, yeah, you know, yeah, look yeah. with your eyes. Yeah. I mean, turn with your eyes and look, and even move your head. Like I said, moving the gun, just move a little bit at a time. You know, just look, look with your eyes. I mean, walk both ways with your eyes. You know? Yeah, yeah. So you're not snapping your head around because they'll see that. You know, wow. they'll they'll pick that movement up. 
Yeah, chances are if you're doing, you're moving a lot, they're going to see you for well, long before you saw them. Yep. You might see them, and it's probably running, yep. or you'll hear them putt putt. Yeah. Well, well in fact, you can give me an, an idea yeah. how good they can see from my deck to the edge of the field where I seen those turkeys today was is 238 yards, but off my rangefinder. Yeah. And I walked out on the deck to walk around the barn to see where they were going into the woods. Yep. And they were halfway across the field. And when I peeked around the barn, they were probably three quarters of the way across Ooh. the field going away. Yeah. But when I walked out on the deck, I mean, they seen me. They, yeah. You know, they knew somebody was out there. Wow. You know. Yeah, something though. Yep. Yeah. Boy, it's just total instinct on yep. their part. Yep. Um, so we, you talked about the scouting and the locating and, of course, camo and, you know, sitting comfortable. You talked yep. about the seats. I mean... Um, sitting in a blind versus sitting out in the open. Yep. I guess my in the, in the blind you can get away with a lot more. Yeah, that's you know, what I'm the blind you too. can get away with a lot yeah. more. You know, you get a, you a young person or yep. somebody that can't get, can't get still or yep. sit still. Yeah, uh, take them out, put them in a blind. Yeah, you know, put them in a blind. I mean, a lot of the blinds you can shoot right, leave the put the cloth windows down, leave the mesh up. You can shoot right through the mesh. Yep, absolutely. You know? Yeah, I remember a a guy I knew pretty well he's no longer with us but he was a heck of a hunter really good hunter and he knew his shortcomings and that was his shortcoming was sitting still he yep. had about a two-hour window of opportunity but then he would shift and do something different and I remember you know we went turkey hunting and you know he said I ain't gonna sit still we need a blind so yep. I stopped at the hardware store and the only thing they had was a big roll of camel oh, yeah. but yep. it worked it, you worked. Know, it was a yep. blind yep. You know? yeah, as long as it hides your movement you yeah know. Yeah. You know, as long as you can, it'll hide your movement. Yeah. yeah. Um, gee whiz, you know, I mean, it's like a kid in a candy store, though. I mean, we talk about scouting and locating and camo and sitting in, you know, out in the open, sitting on a cushion, staying comfortable, don't fidget. I mean, now, now you've got everybody that wants to get into turkey hunting saying, oh, wait a minute. You know, how come he didn't start off with the call? That's that's the fun stuff. Like I said, calling's only a small part of the turkey hunting pot. Wow. You know, you're gonna then there's 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 two types of call okay there's your friction call which are your box calls you know a little wooden box now, yep. now now Quaker boy and a lot of companies are making them you used to have to sand them and chalk them yep. this one you don't have to anymore oh, water nice. and, and they're waterproof oh that's really you know, nice. that's huge yeah you know. it's with the humidity and everything else and uh, yeah, you know, you sit it in the ground, you yep. think, oh man, now it's yep. all soaked. Get know? them a little bit wet. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's a, yeah, that's a, that's what's nice. You're going to yeah. get a call, get something like that. Yeah. Um, there's glass, there's slate. This happens to be a glass, like I said, I like a call that has the, uh, that has the higher, it's a higher pitch, it's more okay. of a ring to it, um, as opposed to a slate, you know. From what I've found, if I, turkey call in a calling contest like I called in the woods yep. I would probably never want any of them okay because I call a lot different in, the con in a contest than I do in the woods I yeah. look for a higher pitch call I mix it up a lot and it's it's they want a textbook yeah they want a textbook they don't want any mistakes okay. in a calling contest okay I I don't think I was ever a great turkey caller as far as the contest but what I had over everybody else, I was pretty good at all the calls. Ah. You know, and, and there was guys that, a lot of guys were good at three calls, okay at one, and not very good at the last one. So I, I'm guessing, and of course I, I shouldn't say that, I've, I've watched them on television, the, you know, the 
down in what Tennessee at no. Nashville there, the calling no. con. That's so much fun to oh, watch, yeah. man. No. And uh, someday, hopefully, I'll run down there. But uh, um, they are asking you to step up and say on stage or in front yep. and do one call. Then they'll ask you to come back up. So they run through a whole gamut of oh, yep. several calls, yep. and each call is getting a separate score or something. Yeah. Well, they'll, they'll, what they'll do is they'll have you just just like you said. Yeah. Then they'll score you on on how it goes. Okay. You know, on how you score it. You know? Yeah. Wow. You know, you'll have a panel of judges. They'll throw the high, like five judges. They'll throw the high and the low out, and they'll add up the ones in the middle, mm. and then that's how you. That's how you. Okay. That's how they. Yeah. Score it. Yeah. Well, I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I'd rather be. I mean, if they give you six calls or whatever it is, I yeah. don't know. You know, I'd rather be second place in all of them than first place in one and you know yeah. fifth yeah. place in yeah. another. Well, place. they'll total them up together, and then yeah. they'll have you know Average. you'll go up there and you'll do. A hand, they'll say caller number one. Yeah. Do a hand yell. Wow. You know, you'll do a hand yell. Do yeah. a clock. Yeah. You know, you'll do your clock. You know, per. Huh. You know, fly down, cackle, cutting, whatever. Yeah. You know, you'll have five calls and you'll do them all. Then they score them. They throw the high and the low out. Adds the ones in the okay. middle and the highest, highest score is the guy that wins. Yeah. So out in the woods, this is what the turkeys do for us. Then. They'll come, they'll listen to all our calls. Oh, yeah. to the <laughs> <laughs> you can move around. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And you're going you're, you're gonna to kill 90% of the turkeys you're ever going to kill three calls. You're yelp, clucking your purr. Really? Yep. Well, I've been told that. I mentioned to you that my buddy John Jones, I mean, he's a heck of a, he's a fun guy yep. and uh, just a gentleman. And uh, But uh, he, he kind of talks about the same thing. And, mm-hmm. you know, keep it simple, you know, don't yep. try not, don't think it. And he said there are the advanced calling techniques that are kind of neat when you run into a flock that's just you know what yeah. is going on. He oh. said, you, but he said like you just said, ninety yeah. percent. Yeah. But in every call, like I mentioned, cutting and cackling, every call is comes off a yelp or a clock. Ah, I mean, yeah, every single right. call. Does. Yeah, you know, interesting. Every every call will come off that. It's just one. But cutting is a more aggressive, more yeah. sharper, um, louder. Than yeah. clocking, you know, okay. regular clock, than regular clocking, you know, or yelping, you know, yelping's said everything comes off a yelp or a clock. Okay. So. Yeah. Give us a. Okay. But well, anyway, the, the the friction calls or your box calls, your slate, your peg, yeah. air operated calls or your mouth calls. Okay. There's different tube calls. Um, I don't have any that are tube calls, but. Uh, this is basically what I carry when I hunt it. I carry a box call, okay. a slate and a peg, and four or five different diaphragm calls. Nice. And there's some push button calls. Yeah. You know, I, I don't. I didn't, didn't bring one of them. Yeah. Um, the push button call. Then every every call is going to sound a little different. Yeah. Um, your box call. You could hold it. You can either hold it this way, or you can see about a third of the lip. Yeah. I run it backwards. I yeah. run it like this. And if you want a clock, you run it like this. Yeah. You sound have two different sounds. Your clock. Yeah. Been a while since we had a turkey in the back here, but maybe today <laughs> yeah, we might find one a little yep. bit later on. Yep. Your yeah. purr. You just drag it. Oh, that's a nice purr. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, if you were going to get one call, and I know there's other calls that can do everything, but and that's got a, that's a package. If I would if I would get probably one call, I would get a box call. Nice. You know, you can do a lot of you can do all the calls that you're ever going to use to kill a turkey wolf. Wow, huh. yeah. a great advice. And, and a little bit of just kind of get back into the calling mm-hmm. contest is where calling contests help is you learn a, hot, a bunch of different fall calls too. Oh, so where yeah, Kiki Run is one of them. When the turkeys get separated to get lost and they do beep, 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 oh, yeah. No, y'all. I've heard that you know, one time and no. it is amazing. But you, but you can use it in the spring sometimes. Huh. You know, I've used it a couple times in the spring. Yeah. You know, and where you're learning when, how to use the call, but you're also use, learning when to use it. So it's, it's just something you can throw into your arsenal. Yeah. But as okay. far as having to use it, okay. you don't really need to use it. So. When you're calling, I mean, I've been told a few different things or viewed them on the television on a hunting channel or something but I mean some guys will say or some hunters will say because you know ladies hunting too so but uh, hey if you if you do nothing just do what the hen does or you're calling the hens you're exactly not really right. calling the gobblers yep. I mean you're kind of but you're not and yep. I thought well okay what's your take on that whatever so, the hen knows you do okay if you if you call and you hear a hen start yelping you yelp back at her okay so if she starts cutting or clucking at you you know, you do the same. Whatever she does, you do. Okay. Exactly right. Reason being? Because hens will have a pecking order. All the turkeys have a pecking order. Okay. Hens will have a pecking order, too. So if that hen starts yelping, she's the dominant hen. She's yeah. liable to come and try to run you off. And wherever that hen goes, them toms will follow. Most of the time. Right, right. Now, every time. Well, most you of know, the time. not being raised on a farm, but you know my brother-in-law, and he was no. raised on a farm. I We'll go over there and help help out. Yep. You know, certain times of year, usually when you know they're picking corn or something. But uh, yep. and I remember they had chickens and they had a, had a rooster and there was always that one chicken that she was in charge. Oh yeah, yep. yeah, yep. exactly right. Yeah, yep. I mean she was as mean as anything. Oh yeah, you know? yeah, she didn't want you come near anything. Yep. Yeah, huh? Yep. that's interesting. Then wow. Yeah, yep. do yeah do whatever the hand does. Wow, neat. Um, then your other type of call. You're, this is the glass call. It's got a wood case. Some of them got plastic. Yeah. And you're gonna hold that in your hand like this. Stick that in the heel of your right hand. Uh-huh. And you're gonna take this just like a pencil, and you're just gonna tip the end away from it. Okay. Draw circles. You can either draw circles or pull it towards you in a line. Ooh, that's got some nice then tone. Clock. That's your yelp. The clock. And the prayer. You can pull it towards you in a line. Now, it's funny that that call you have in your hand is not quite as, we'll say, boisterous right. as, a, uh, as a box. Yep. Can you tone back sometimes on the on sure. the box? Okay. Yep. Yeah, right. you can just cut. Yeah, you can cut it right back. Like I said, that's a, the biggest thing. Is you got to get a call. You can call loud to try to locate them, tone it down. The biggest mistake I think most people make. Uh huh. Probably still, as they're calling them way too loud. Oh man! I mean, turkeys are always making noise, but and most of the time they're not standing there going bow, 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 bow. And yeah, then real soft. Oh you wow! Can... I mean, we're indoors, and that's not that loud. No. But I mean, we're hearing it re- very easily. 
So just because we're outdoors and you, and you think, well, we're you know we're probably 300 yards. Maybe a guy's sitting on the edge of a field and, and he's got to call him through a pinch point over to him, but they're mm -hmm. probably 400 yards away. It doesn't mean he's got to just rap at it. Well, when they're that far, you want to get their attention. Yeah. You know, the cl the closer you can get to them, the easier it is. Okay. You're more likely to have a better chance of calling them out. Yeah. Okay. You know, as opposed to 400 yards across the field. And what I've found. The area where I live, I hunt where I live, which is mm -hmm. a huge advantage. Okay. And yeah, I see what it would be. Yeah. But it's flat and it's open. Okay. And what I think, you know, you hear like you were mentioning earlier, you know, turkeys have super good hearing and they can pick mm -hmm. you out mm -hmm. in an open field. Yeah. And I've seen this a lot. They'll go towards the echo. If you get a call where it's echoing. Oh wow. I've seen them walk right towards that echo. Ain't that something? Yep. Is there a type of call or a certain thing? I mean, whether it be not just a, help, a yelp or a, or a cut, but the particular call that you have in your vest that prevents a little yelping, or is that just the nature of uh, hunting out there using a call? Well, um, I've not heard that, but that makes perfect sense. But see, I don't hunt in the agricultural yeah. side of things. I'm hunting yeah. in the, I would call it the big timber up yeah. north. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. and of course, where you live, we're, which is you know just north of me a little, yeah. we're kind of on that edge. Yep, you're right know? on the edge. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. You no, know, actually, there isn't. Because I mean, I've I've seen that. You yeah. know, when you call the box call or a mouth call, and they'll come out and they're, they're always looking towards that echo. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they're, they're they, they, it seems to me that they're picking up the echo of that call yeah. as opposed to where it's. Yeah. It, it's almost like a gunshot, you know, when a gunshot oh, yeah. shoots and, they, you know, you can hear that echo. Yeah. You know, and it seems like they always kind of drift towards that echo. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, you, you, sometimes you I don't really like calling them. It's, it's, the scouting I do, the places I hunt, I know the places where they come out in the field or come yeah. down the edge, I really like to get in there. It's hard to get them to come across through yeah. an open field. Well, that goes back to, you know, I, I made some notes when you're chatting here, but, you know, the you had four or five items, the top one being scout, knowing what their behavior is. Exactly right. And then refining it, down, get down to the, you know, close that distance with that, with a little bit of calling. No. You know? No. Huh. And, wa and watch, you know, even even in your scouting in the early, when you go pre-season, watch and see what they do. Yeah. I mean, stand, if you got to stand there an hour, watch them with binoculars, just park in your car just sit there and see what they do yeah you yeah. get spots where <laughs> like scratchings um in fact about five or six years ago i killed a time on the last day of the season it was a place that i hunt up hunt up there and i and i messed with these birds for i watched them for four days i mean i seen them in one spot you know i'd see what they do you know i'd go over here they'd be on this side of the field they did the same thing four days in a row Mm. The third day, I followed. Yeah. Once I kept, I kept, I started blowing a crow call, and they were way across the field. Yeah. And I just backed off them. And when I heard them go across the field, they were going southwest, and I walked up. There was a bunch of scratching in the oaks, mm. oaks where the yeah where the acorns had fell. I set a pop up lined up there. Got in there at five o'clock in the morning on the last day, and the turkey gobbled one time. And I got up and I walked a little bit farther up on the ridge where I found the flat, the scratching. And I called once on a box call. And it was probably about a little after 6 o'clock. I called yeah. one time on a box call and set it down. And I shot that turkey at 8.30. Wow. Wow. 
So you had really, in essence, four days of scouting. No. Versus four days of hunting. No. I mean, it, it's hunting. In but turkeys, they did the same. They walked across yeah. the ridge between two water holes. There was a bunch of, bunch of uh, scratchings where they had been digging in there, and there was yeah. body feathers and stuff. Yeah. And then they were going right there. Yeah. And that's exactly what they did. They come out of the, they come from the northwest. Yeah. Walk down the edge of the field, come up over the hill. You had her, they were headed the same way. Yeah. That uh, they were going, you know, and I'd seen them a couple days before. It reminded me, <coughs> when you mentioned it, it sure helps to uh, live near where you hunt. Yeah. If not, where you can look out there and not almost see them. It reminds me of a, uh, you know, of when we're hunting up north, I'll go to a certain landowner and he's very gracious to say, yeah, you can shoot one or two birds, mm -hmm. which is a beautiful thing. So, and, you know, we'll go back there and I'm thinking, oh, we're going to scout, we're going to scout. And I remember he, you know, he, he watched out his out his back door. That's huge, right yeah, there. Yeah, and he's Pay watching us. To the landowner. Yep. Yeah. So we we came back after about two hours. The mosquitoes. Oh my gosh! I mean, we didn't have a thermocell. I'll admit that. We came back, and he met us at our truck, which we parked right in his driveway. And then he says, "You didn't listen to me." And of course, he he's explaining. If we'd have sat there, he said, "You didn't see them turkeys. If you'd have went where I told you." They walked right through there, <laughs> and you know, like you say, I mean, yep. they're a creature of habit, and uh, you know, we thought, oh, I'll go, but maybe it wasn't we; it was me. Yep. You know, I had the client, and I, you know, I. The next morning, we did exactly. I just decided to back off, come back on a fresh morning, yep. shot that gobbler, yep. right? Exactly, very minimal. I probably could have got got away with no calling. Yep. But it, you know, at least it kind of I felt maybe the hunter thought that it, <laughs> I did it. But yeah, yep. yeah, yep. that's huh. huge right there. Yep. Wow. Hmm. Um, well, that kind of, you know, kind of ties into, and maybe we're kind of wrapping things up a bit. But uh, you know, where to consider hunting? I mean, I I am very blessed to have permission to hunt some private lands, and of course, we're all blessed to have public hunting lands, yep. or state land or federal land, and and there's some neat spots where you know that are all kind of mixed in our my same little area of Montmorency County yep. um, kind of give us some insight on on some items like that I mean if you got a first-time hunter or maybe it's a second-time hunter but he got really frustrated a year or two ago because you know things were just not adding up he ran into a maybe a morel mushroom picker yep. and this and that and the other thing I mean yeah, that uh, happens I mean I hunted public land for years before I moved out there. So I mean, I hunted both. I had a public and private. Mm -hmm. You know, but I would, I what I would try to do is pick your, pick your days if you can, hunt during the week. Ah, okay. You know, when, back when they had the four and the five day hunt. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. always, I always picked that Tuesday to Friday hunt. Nice. Both. Nice. Yeah. 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 That was, that was huge. And yeah. you're not dealing with mushroom pickers and, and people riding their ATVs. Yeah. And, Yep. You know, I mean, you're not dealing with a lot of yeah. that. Most of the time, especially like on a Tuesday or Wednesday or even a Thursday, you, you'll have the woods to yourself. Wow, nice. You know. That's great advice. So yeah. you got a guy or gal that's uh, thinking he's going to go up or she's going to drive up or they go together. Mm -hmm. You know, you might if you, you're gonna, you got a couple of days that you're taking off vacation or, or taking out of your schedule, you, you might as well make it count. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Not go up and get frustrated yep. and quit hunting. Yeah. A lot of people, I think, quit hunting when they get frustrated yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. They have a bad experience, yeah. Yeah, yeah good. Um, 
public public land, of course, and then public or private land. Uh, I mean, we all know that we have to have permission mm-hmm. for hunting somebody else's. Um, your experience on, you know, the landowner uh, feeling good about uh, giving permission mm-hmm. versus, you know, a deer season is t- kind of yeah, tough. Deer, yeah, deer season. I don't even ask. And, and, and I flat out tell them, look, I'm, I'm not interested in deer hunting, but, you know, you got turkeys hanging around, you know, and, and I take uh, veterans. I take a few guys that are handicapped. Oh, okay. So perfect. in the places that I take them, I, I don't even hunt. Okay. You know, I, I, I said, this here's the deal. You know, I got a few guys that served in the military, defended yep. the country. I Beautiful. got a few guys that are veteran or that are handicapped. Beautiful. I mean, they're looking. I'm looking to give these guys a good quality hunt. Yeah. And and a lot of times the people say, yeah, go ahead. You know. Yeah. But absolutely. Biggest thing is is respect the landowner. I yeah. tell them I leave nothing but trash. Don't leave trash. Don't leave paper laying around. Yeah. They shoot, pick up your empties, yeah. pick all the stuff away, send them a thank you note. Ooh, send them a thank you go. note every year. Nice. You know, and, and you'll hear, well, you didn't have to send me a thank you note. You didn't have to let me hunt either. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Boy. Yeah, every year. I send them a thank you note every year. Yeah, and the more we do this, I mean, if, if say, for instance, you're hunting, we'll call it Joe's property, yeah. Joe and Jane's property, you know, and... Uh, you do that, you know, they talk, mm-hmm. you know, whether it be at church right. or at yeah. social clutch or just, you know, he's got a maybe a, another landowner. Well, most of those guys know each other and yeah. he's a half mile down the road and tells about such a good experience. So that would bode well for all of yeah. us yeah. to, uh, you know, to do those things so we all can, because uh, if, yeah. you, if you did the bad experience, he's going to tell his neighbor. Exactly right. And then they yeah. won't let anybody yeah. hunt either. I mean, yeah. I thought guys caught wood. Oh yeah. I've helped guys prepare their tractors. I've helped guys move their tractors and equipment when they got it stopped, change yep. or help them change tires. Yeah. When you're driving by and him and his son are out working on their tractor, you know, you can see they're struggling. Stop, get out, hey, I'll give you a hand. You know, what do you need? Well, do yeah. this. okay. You know. Yeah. Well that's just a, you know, that's just being neighborly. Yep. Yep. But I guess uh, not to say we've all lost the the uh, the heart. Yeah. We have a desire to to help each other, but sometimes in this busy society, you know. Yeah. And, and another thing with hunting private land, the number one thing I hear is, yep, yeah, I let one guy hunt, and then there was two, then there was three, then there was four. Don't run a bunch of people on there. Yeah. You know, tell them, me and my kid, you know, one other hunter, a guy that's a veteran, a guy in a wheelchair. Yep. Don't run a bunch of people on there. Because okay. that's the number one thing I hear. And then pretty soon, nobody's hunting them. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, that's so, number one. Yeah, stick to what you were given permission to do, and yep. uh, you know, own up to your promise. Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah. I mean, there. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to lose that. Anything that uh, you, uh, uh, you know, I. Okay, we, well, we probably should go through the mall. You yeah. want to go through the mall calls? Uh, so I was getting that. Yeah, okay. I figured yeah. if we get through the, we'll call the paperwork. Yep. yep. <laughs> okay, yeah. no mouth calls. There's a bunch of different ones. The ones that I like the most are a double reed call. Okay. They either have there's two reeds, they have a splitter tear on the side, or, or the double reed calls that have no splits or tears on the side. Okay. There's four reed, five reed. The biggest thing you gotta do with these is practice. If you put them in your mouth and you gag on them, what you wanna do is put it in your mouth, roll it around, get used to it for about four or five days before you start trying to make a sound out of it. Yeah. If some people have a Bad gag reflex. I never did, so it never really bothered me. Right. 
that. I learned off a 45 record, what you're going to do is you're going to stick them in your mouth. These, they'll have two readings. The, bottom, the, the top read is going to be a little bit longer and have splits and tears on the side. The bottom read is going to be a little bit shorter. You put it with the short read down, okay. with the horseshoe face and all. Okay. You're going to stick it on your tongue. You're going to inhale, and when you exhale, you're going to put a high note. And I learned everything off using words. Go key, key, key. And you'll hold that high note, and then you'll go key out, and you'll just drop your tongue. I'm pushing the air out of my diaphragm over that reed between my reed and my tongue and I'm holding pressure on it when I go key out I'm just dropping the air off and dropping my tongue okay and yeah. practice it real slow too you can pick it up anytime you want and do it yeah. and then you can just speed it up no different than a musical instrument then that's your yell well I can see the advantage of a mouth call right now huge your, your hands are not uh, you're limiting and the movement. You have to be able to, you know, when the turkey's far away, get him a gobble, he's coming in closer, he's coming yep. in closer. By yep. by being able to control that call, by call loud, call yep. medium, and call soft, yep. when you're sitting with your gun up and that turkey's 50 yards away, and you go, you got to be able to go, hmm. You gotta be able to do that. That's practice. Yeah. When your heart's going boom, boom, yeah. boom, boom. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, I remember practicing that with one of those before, you know, my old job, yeah. I was in a car all the time. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, I, I wasn't bugging anybody. Yeah. Then I thought it but was I, kind of funny driving down I tell the road. I don't yeah. know if I was telling you guys this at the turkey seminar, but I tell, tell people, don't practice in the car. Oh, okay. I can't tell you how many times. Really? I've screwed around with turkey calls. I'm almost rear-ended people messing around with calls. <laughs> oh, and I'm laughing, but I shouldn't. Yeah. yeah. Probably I mean, true. Gobs of times. Yep. Wow. You know, and, and to me, you can't concentrate on that call to be able to control it how you want to control it when you're driving in the car. Good point. Your focus. Yep. You've, got to, you've got to focus on it. Yeah. Because it's that. It's, I still get excited. You know, yeah, I, mean, I hear him gobble and I see him coming in. My heart, boom, I can hear my heart beating in my ear. Yeah, you know. Yeah, okay, but you've got to be able to control, concentrate on the call, and control the call. Yeah, you know your other type of call. It's a double read. Just and this will be a. It's it's a it's a higher pitch. And it's a more smoother call. Okay. And the clock, you're going mm -hmm. pick pick. The purr. What's your, how do you pulling that off, the purr? I'm going, it take, It took me years to be able to do that. Yeah. Okay. And I ain't kidding you. It, I mean, it took me years. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm kind of fluttering my lips and okay. I'm almost like I'm gargling. I'm going. Okay. Yeah. In fact, I walked around a lot just doing that. Yeah. With my tongue. Kind of retraining your muscles in that area. Though. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Even if you can't purr, do that. Okay, just that soft.
Well, I wish I could translate all that. <laughs> yep. uh, get inside of a but turkey. But just do mind. that small stuff. You know, that little, when the turkey's coming, like I said, they're, and they're always making noise. You know, when they're coming, that Tom's coming looking for you, you know, them hens are just, them hens are just scratching around. Yeah. You know, I mean, it just makes sense because I remember, again, being in a barnyard yep. with chickens. And, of course, they're, you know, they're a fowl. Yep. And uh, they were, they're always nervous Nellies. Yep. But they're always chatting. Yep. And you're waiting for the one to, you know, go, you know, and, oh, something's up. You know, the jig, the, the jig's up, you know. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Huh. Um, but, yeah, you're going to kill 90% of the turkeys you're ever going to kill with those three calls. I mean, get a call you feel comfortable with. Yeah. Have confidence in where you're not using your mouth calls. Quaker Boys got these little plastic thing, plastic oh, nice. containers. Put them in your freezer. Ah, okay. Put them in a plastic bag, put them in your freezer. And they'll last years. Wow. Hold up the one. In, well, let me ask you now. I know you, you probably know what I'm saying. We got a guy or gal. Um... It's going hunting. Or maybe his son says, Dad, I want to go hunting. Well, we got to stop at Jay's on the way up, you know, without even practicing. Because it's going to happen. But more maybe he's going to go up to the cabin and they're going to practice as much time as they can afford. Hold up the call that you tell them. I don't have one. Get a push button. Ah, push okay. Button. Yeah, yep. okay. Perfect. Yep. Yeah. I forgot to bring a push button. I no, that's. That, I think yeah. we've all seen them. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Get a and push it, button. Yeah, yep. and it's not bad to have one no matter who you are yep. in the, in the yep. woods, experience-wise. Yep. Hold up the call that you would, uh, if someone says, hey, I'm going to go out and buy one here this week. Well, it's Quaker Boy Typhoon, they call them. Nice, yep. yeah. I really like You mentioned how it's waterproof in that. It, it's, it's kind of weird because I had, they make a Typhoon, I think they had a, the other one was a hurricane, and to me, they sounded the same. Okay, but there was a spot up by my house where the guy fed turkeys, and there was a bunch of turkeys there. Yeah, when I would hit this call, they would gobble to it every time. The other call, they'd hardly gobble Boy, to it at all. Ain't that something? And I, wow. What's the difference? To me, they sounded the same. Yeah. They sounded exactly the same. That's like a guy, two guys fishing, and they're using the same bait, you know? Yep. They sounded exactly the same. Wow. And if you get a call that's good, and this is, that's my go-to call right there. Wow. There's been a lot of turkeys dying with that call. <laughs> yeah. But, and I don't know what, that it sounds, to me, it sounded the same as that other, as that other one. Yeah. Yeah. But that's my go-to call right there. Yeah. And if you find a call like that, guard it with your life, because I had a, they make what they call a bolt paddle. It's a real long, skinny call. Yep, I've seen those. And I, the first one I had, I mean, to me, and that was the worst turkey sounding turkey call I ever had. And I had more turkeys gobble that call than almost any call I ever had, and I ended up losing them. Oh man! I st wow. stuck it on the, I left it on the bumper of my truck one day, yeah. just like you said with yours. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, and I knew where. I mean, I looked, and yeah. I went back to where I looked. I backtracked everywhere I went. Yeah. Never found them. Wow. But I never had another. I, I, you know, I even had them send me one. I called Quaker Boy and they said, go through all the bolt paddles, get me a real high pitch one. Yeah. And it works okay, but it still never worked as good as the first one. Gee whiz, you know, it must be something in the water. Yeah. Something in the water, the pitch of the call, or what the deal yeah. was. The I'm looking at the table there, and you've got that uh, that pot call, yep. I'll say. 
And but you have one pot call, but gee, it was four strikers. Three or four or? different strikers. Yeah. Every every call. Yeah, this is a solid pl pl solid plastic striker. Okay. This is the carbon striker, and they're all going to sound a little bit different. I'll yelp and cluck on them so you can see the hear the difference. Yeah, that's a little bit higher pitch. Okay. Oh, neat. Yeah, absolutely. It's the same pot, just same a pot. different stick. What makes a, makes a glass call, or aluminum call, or slate call waterproof is a striker. If you got a plastic striker or a carbon striker, they're waterproof. Oh. If you got wood, they're not. not. Wait, before you hit that, you said glass. Is it fiberglass? It's, uh, or a glass I think glass. It's glass. I think you it's just regular glass. Scuffed it up big time. Yeah, just, yeah, you scuff it up with a piece of sandpaper. Okay. Wow, totally different. Yeah, yep. each one of those. To um, I mean, it looks like that's scuffed up or something. Just take a piece it? of sandpaper, yeah. like 80 grit sandpaper, 120 grit sandpaper, and you can also take the striker. Just you don't want to really sand the end off. Just take the striker and roll it. Just kind of you know, yeah, just kind of rough it up a little bit. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. And you can you know where where you do it at on the call. You see, I'm doing it kind of the outside edge of it. Yeah. You get that higher pit. To get a different striker. Oh yeah. You know, it's just, I mean, it's a. Yeah, and you can sound like making a noise. It's like yeah. a musical instrument. I'm not a musician, yeah. but I mean, it's like you know, you see, you know, people on a guitar moving their hands up and yeah. down. Is, yeah, you can strings. sound like two or three different turkeys, yeah. and that's something I'll do a lot too. I mean, I'll sit in the woods and. Is there a call that a person probably should avoid unless they really master it? Not, I mean, because we're going to watch, you know, so many people are watching the television yeah. program, the hunting show, uh, where we'll call it Quaker Boy or Penn Woods or Primo's. Or yes. Anything, yeah. But, you know, you're talking about people on there that, you know, they make a living at, yeah. you know, doing this and they're using some call and we think we've got to do it. Is there anything really that, people should avoid or if you hear a turkey making something I mean it's like uh oh well if you get the alarm pot and, and turkeys are just like a deer or like anything else you can read them I mean when they're coming in walking they'll stop that Tom's looking he's stopping the strut he's looking but when they get that real stiff look okay yeah. real stiff and you'll see you'll see their their wings kind of flicking on their back yep, yep and they I, get that real stiff and they'll start you I know can't. like uh oh you know and then they'll sometimes they'll alarm pot a lot of time you know, if you especially if you're using a mouth call, just start calling. You know, sometimes sometimes it'll settle them down. Okay, you know? all right. So you, can, you know, okay. and then they relax, and then they start coming toward yeah. you. Just back. What I like to do ideally is make them look for me. 
Don't uh, call don't don't call them all the way in. I mean, I'll get real aggressive that they're far away mm-hmm. and not and you know, far away. I'll get pretty aggressive with them. I'll just shut up and I'll see if they'll gobble on their own. I'll let them gobble once. Kind of frustrate them then. Yep. Then oh. if they gobble again, they're a little closer. I'll just shut up. They gobble again. I might one yeah. time. Boom, yeah. And then just shut up. Huh. You know. Wow. But if they're going. You know, and I get probably a little more aggressive than most people do with the call, but I mean, I'll, I'll give it a shot. You know, I'll yeah. try to get them to do something. Yeah. But then if they don't, you know, I mean, and you can tell they're going, they're going, they're far away, just back off them. Yeah. I, don't, I don't chase them. Right, you know? right. Wow. Huh. In fact, that's probably one of the biggest mistakes, and it goes back to sitting comfortable yes. that I did for a long time when I first started hunting. I'd, I'd chase them. Hmm. And I said, nope, just sit and wait. You know? Yeah. Have you know, a even patience. if it's ours, you know, because yeah. they, they just do turkey things, you know, they gobble, and I'd be yeah. trying to circle them and get in front of them. And Are you saying that comes with age, Rod, or what's It comes with age, yep, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Back my uncle that I used to hunt with all the time, Yeah. <coughs> I stopped talking to him once in a while, and some of the places that I hunt, you know, I told him, yep, yeah, I sat for two and a half hours in one place. I said, back in the old days, I said, I would've, we'd have moved ten times by then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's almost like you're chasing your tail sometimes, yep. you know. Yep. Yeah. I mean, running and gunning is what I've always kind of thought it to be. Yeah. It can be fun. Yeah. But boy, I mean, it's frustrating. In in the areas that I hunt, out by my house, they're small areas. Okay. So the more you chase them, and the more you mess with them, the harder you get. Yeah. You're so training. that's why you just back off. You yeah. know, just if they're not coming, they're not you know really responding really good. Just back off. That brings up a point. Now, you got uh, him and her heading up to up north to the cottage yep. or to hunt their hunting property or state land, and it's ten days before season, and they're going to do a little scouting, and they're taking their turkey calls, and every time they see turkeys, yep. they're going to call them and call them and call them and call them, and then the turkey season, they say, "Well, this was a lot of fun." Yep. Good or bad. That's not good to do. Okay. Especially I mean, I kind of knew that, yeah. but... Yeah, that's not... Yeah, you don't want them... You know, if you if you call once and they gobble, then put your call down, but don't keep riding them with a call. You know? Okay, don't train them then. Yeah, right. Yeah, right, okay. It's a hard It's a hard thing. I remember back in the oh, day yeah. that... Uh, you know, let's face it, that's why you go. You go to hear them to gobble. You know, yeah. if they didn't... In fact, if they didn't gobble and do what they did in the spring, yeah. like fall hunting them, I hardly hunt them with a fall. Yeah, I mean, if they didn't gobble, I wouldn't even hunt them, probably. Huh? There's back in the day. I mean, it was a long time ago. I was in my summers of college. I was working for White's Canoe Livery in yeah. Sterling. Yeah, I don't know if you know Lad White, but uh, yeah. he was turkey hunting, and it was the only yeah, guy. Lad, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the only guy that I that my brother-in-law and I knew because we worked there that really would knew a bit about hunting that would probably hang around with us for yeah. more than a day. You know. Anyways, we we convinced him that. Um, he could come up to the cabin and have a lot of fun and deal with us. So we we did. We had a lot of fun. I learned a lot from him just watching a guy hunt. Well, I never forget. We, you know, we see these turkeys out in this open little field where the gas well head was, and and he saw, oh, man, you know, he you could see. I mean, his eyes were lighting up, and and, uh, and so I rolled down the window on the suburban, and you know. I started yapping at him. Man, he gave me an elbow that I never forget. <laughs> Don't do that, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so actually, too, I mean, they were on full alert. And yep. he says, you know, no. He said, we're going to move on. Yep. Yeah. But uh, 
I remember him saying that, and it just kind of resonated. Maybe it was oh. the elbow and the ribs yeah. <laughs> that did it. But yeah. hmm. well, that's neat. Yeah, you I like blow a crow call or yeah, or you know, even kind of a little bit back into 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 the uh, locating. I mean, even like a gobble or shaker to it. Oh you know, yeah, you can okay. shake these. You know. When would you use that? I mean, there's a million situations. I'm sure. But what's a textbook? As the absolute last resort. Okay. You know, for as much as you use it, really don't even waste your money, you know, unless you want to mess around a little bit. One, it's dangerous. Yes. You know, because that's what everybody wants to hear. But nothing does it real. I mean, nothing does it good, you know, I don't think. Right. You know, compared to a real bird. But you get inexperienced hunters out. You got decoys that look really good now. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. And uh, so I kind of use it as a last resort. If I can't get nothing else to work, I'll try that just to see if I can get them to respond. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. There's one guy I used to work with that, yeah, he turkey hunts now, but I don't think he did then. And boy, I don't know how he mastered it. Boy, he he sounded pretty darn good. Yeah, I always wondered how, what (laughs) caused a guy to perfection, you know, perfect a call like that right out of his mouth, right out of his throat. But, uh, You know, yeah. Huh. Huh. Let me ask you back to that, uh, the owl hoop. How long did that take you to? Well, I, I picked that up pretty quick. Really? Yeah. Huh. I picked that up pretty quick. Yeah. yeah. I practiced it a lot, but I picked it up pretty years quick. ago. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. that was before the YouTube even. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 I was teasing and we were joking about the uh, Gen Xers and Millennials, but yeah. there's a lot of good information out there. Oh, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, compared to what there was when I first when we first got into yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. But I learned on a forty five I mean there was no DVDs, no cassettes, you know, no. forty five record and a single read Pentwood yeah. Mall call. Yeah, and you had to travel to Claire to even find a call. Yeah, to Jay's to even yep, even yeah. go to Jay's to find uh-huh. a call. Huh. Well hey, this has been a this has been a treat, Rod. <coughs> uh, um yeah, we went what we call it uh, you know, Turkey Honey one oh one, but I think we yep. covered a lot more than that. Yep. And uh it gives uh a lot of different hunters, depending on where they're at in yep. their uh, expertise or experience, yep. a chance to step out and, and, and expand their uh, you know their comfort level on on turkey hunt. Yeah, yeah. Yep. What's the main thing? Well, well person... you know, one thing you might want to touch on a little bit too. Yeah, is guns and loads. Oh yeah. You okay. Know, I mean, Sorry. you might want to. Yeah, you might want to touch on that a little bit. One, you don't need a ten gauge. You don't need a three and a half inch twelve. Okay. You know, I shoot the three-inch Remington 1187. Yeah. I shoot Winchester Supremes now. Yeah. I shot Winchester two, or Remington two ounce number fives. I mean, I had a three and a half, and that I duck hunted and goose hunted with and turkey hunted with, and there wasn't the wow huge difference. Yeah. You know, ideally you want to let them get within 40 yards. Yeah. Range finder is a good thing. Like yeah. Almost everybody that bow hunts has a range finder. Yeah. Bring a range finder with you. I think the only wild thing I'm using a three and a half is how much yep. it hurts your yep. shoulder. Yep. Yeah, you know, there's the newer yeah. the newer shells come out, the tungsten, the yeah. heavy shot. Yeah, um, you know, there's a lot of that. You know, a lot of different different stuff. Well, let me ask you: if a guy or a gal is going up turkey hunting, maybe for the first time or whatever, and they're looking through their assortment of uh, shells and they find a number four shot or number five shot. Is that is that okay just to use whatever it is, or should they be looking at a turkey load? Well, 
the biggest thing is what you got to do is pattern your gun too. Yes. That's that's number one. Yes. And and you don't have to go out and buy, you know, a, a, buy a good box of shells, but take a bunch of target loads. Get used to putting your head down on the stock, squeeze the trigger just like you're squeezing, just like you're shooting a rifle. Okay. Um, practice with the practice loads. Yeah. Take it your range finder with a turkey target yeah. and pattern it and see where it patterns. Okay. Most guns pattern pretty good. Every every gun, almost every gun that I had patterned pretty good. Yeah. You know, they were high or low. Now, the one buddy of mine in the wheelchair there, his helper's got a, a um, Stoger uh, mm. semi-auto. Yeah. That one shot way to the right. Okay. I mean, I ended up putting a, putting a uh, the True Glow iron sights on it, moving it all the way to the side to get it to shoot where he was aiming. Wow. But I mean, you would physically put aim right there and the pattern to be right there. Oh my. I mean, it shot boy, way to the right. Boy, yeah. at uh, close range, I mean, he's going to miss that yep. thing or the, yep. whoever's pulling the trigger. Yep. And well, where, you shoot a, where you shoot a turkey at, I don't aim right at the head. Where okay. I shoot a turkey at is I aim right where the waddles and the feathers come together. Oh, okay. If you get that gun to pattern right there, you'll kill them dead every time. Wow. Because when they're walking, their head's moving like that. Yep. Down here, it's not moving as far. Boy, that's great right advice. Where the, and where, where the waddles and the feathers come together. Yeah. I remember a guy came up and um, to camp, and he, and I said, hey, you, you know, if you need to sort your, through your stuff and bring it on in, because we were actually going out the next day, yep. so we are going to have a little dinner and and uh, talk about our, that evening scouting. And he said, you ain't gonna like to hear what I got to say, but he said, I have a gun at home that was giving me fits. And he said, I just didn't feel confident with it. And he says, about a week ago, I bought a new gun. I said, okay. And I said, uh, so how was it shoot? And that was where things you know, didn't go so well. He said, yeah. I hadn't shot it yet. He said, but I stopped on the, at the pl same place I bought the gun and they, they sold me a five pack of uh, turkey loads of three or four different kinds. Well, I had two and three quarter inch mm. turkey loads because that's the gun I really like. Yeah. It was my dad's gun and that's probably 90% of why I still use it. Yeah. So he's got a, 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 three, and a, a three inch uh, uh, chamber for three inch. Well, we set up a target and I wasn't really, I was paying attention for safety more than, you know, so I said to him, only put one shell at a time. We'll shoot, we'll inspect the target, and then we'll, you know. Oh. I, when he shot, it hung up. And I didn't think anything of it, you know. He grabbed a hold of it, and he said, what, what caused that? Well, the second round hung up, and right away I said, let me see that shell. I said, that's three and a half inch. Let me see your gun. Oh. It's chambered for three. I said, wow. oh. now all your shells that you have are like that. Mm -hmm. I gave him a two and three quarter, and he kind of poo-pooed it. Well, that's what he shot his... Oh. But, you know, so you're saying too, I mean, I mean, I know it, we just, you know, but oh boy, that's a, that's a habit so many we see, right? I should say a pattern of behavior of hunters yep. not testing that gun. And I, and I, for as long as I do it, I shoot every year. Wow. I, I'll get some skeet, I'll get, you know, I don't shoot the turkey loads, but right. I know it shoots, but yeah. I mean, I'll get skeet loads out, I'll sit down, get the stuff out, shoot at the target, you know, Shoot this way, shoot switch hands, try shooting right. I shoot left handed. I do too, yeah. I'll switch hand. Yeah. You know, shoot right handed, get familiar with your guns. So you yeah. know that in another thing I did with my turkey guns, with all my guns, is I put a bead a center bead on it. 
I took it to, I think I took mine to Duncan's and had yep. a little center bead in it. Yep. So you can line them beads up and get yeah. your head down on the yep. stock. Yep. Get yep. a little bit better yep. refined uh, point yep. of aim. Yep. Nice. Great advice. Yeah. And that, you know, they got so many different uh, uh, sight things. I mean, yep. the, you know, yep. this fiber optic stuff that, yep. you know, really gives you something to look at. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. For us old guys, it gets kind of tough, you know. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I seen a guy uh, come with a scope and he was pretty good. He oh, shot yeah. a bird yep. and I thought, you know, man, I tell you what, you know, I just soon have the open sights, and, yeah. but I need two of them. Yeah. <laughs> I need, yeah, you know. I like the, I like the double bead. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. they're making a lot of the, uh, back the guy, the Brian Woodward that I hunt with, he's paralyzed from the neck down. I ended yeah. up putting a red dot on him. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. where he can look right, he, his yeah. gun sits in a mount, sits, yeah. in a, sits in a rest. Yeah. You know, he's got to shoot the gun with a, he's got to blow into a tube to shoot the gun. Yeah. And, and I noticed when he was hunting, you know, he's always trying to line the bead up. And I said, I'm going to put a red dot on there. And he yeah. said, if that turkey steps in that scope, shoot it. Huh. I yeah. said, you don't have to get the dot right on it. I said, if yeah. it's in that scope, you pull the trigger. He said, that gun pattern's good enough. He said, you'll kill that turkey. Nice. Yeah, nice. Well, I mean, we covered, uh, there, I mean, we could talk all day. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah, but, we pretty uh, much covered everything. I think right? so. so. Boy, I really like, uh, you know, <laughs> sitting on that table, you got three different calls kind of thing. Yep. I mean, as far as standard turkey calls, besides the shot gobbler and all that kind yep. of stuff. But, I mean, but like you said, if you pick one. So, I like, I always like the idea that, you know, somebody doesn't have to, uh, mm-hmm. you know, empty the checkbook yep. or load up the right. credit card, as right. we would say today, right. just to get out and, and enjoy two or three days of turkey hunting yep. you know yep. and a lot of times you know you can go over time and, and acquire these things yep. it doesn't happen to happen all at once and the last thing a guy you know spent a bundle of money and um yeah go yeah go once or twice because you're gonna have you're gonna have years that you can't do anything right right and years you can't do anything wrong yeah and it's just the way it is you know yeah. the weather's going to be bad you know you're going to have one thing after another yeah and other years man you go out and just everything falls right into play nice you know? yeah well hey rod i think uh this summarized a uh, beautiful it was more than turkey hunting 101 yep. i think this took us right to uh you know to where more most people are going to pick up at least one thing probably a couple handfuls of tips on this thing yep. yeah yeah, I hope so. You know, yeah. that's 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 the goal. You know, is to try to yeah. educate people. You know, so they can, you know, get get good and proficient at it, enjoy going instead yeah. of getting all frustrated. And, and you know, especially nowadays, because there's a lot more. You know, you're going to hear pros and cons. I mean, this yeah. is just what I've been doing for 43 years, and you know, you're going to hear, oh, don't uh-huh. do that, do this. This is what I've been doing yeah. for 43 years, and it's worked. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I've yeah. spent. A lot of time. Going, a lot of time. You know. Yeah, yeah. I I guess if if I were to ask you to sum it up, I think you have a all the way through. Uh, the the thing that resonates is have fun. Yep. Have fun. Yep. Gotta have fun. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And if it's not fun, you know, yeah. I mean, you, find you, something else. Yeah. Find something else. Yep. Yeah. You know, right. like we talked earlier about the the one friend of mine's son that I hunted with. You yeah. Know, and I mean, I told him, I said, you're going to find something that you know, you're going to duck hunt, goose hunt, turkey hunt, deer hunt, fish, and you're going to find something that you really like to do. And it might not be turkey hunt. Yeah. You know, and some people, some people don't like it. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, but I like it. And I, I still like it. You know, yeah. every year I said, I've been going 43 years 
From it's been forty three years since I heard the first turkey gobble. Yeah. And wow. every year when I sit there and they start gobbling on the roost at daylight, I say to myself, you know what? This is still cool. Oh nice. It's still cool. Yep. Neat. Folks, that wraps up this week's pop podcast episode number twenty one, brought to you by Retitech Farms Bear Feed, home of feedmibear.com. We offer a wide supply and selection of bear and wildlife feed. From granola to syrups, we have the sweets to bring wildlife to you. We're also the home of the 50-pound bag of shelled corn for $5. Located just a quarter mile off US-23 on Wolf Road, three miles north of Standish. Folks, thanks for listening. That's a wrap, folks. Uh, hey, hopefully you have some information there from Rod Little that'll take you over the top on your next turkey hunt. Whether it be learning that extra technique or learning how to turkey hunt from scratch, whatever it may be. Uh, hey, keep us in mind at Wild Game Dynasty. Book your next turkey hunt, bear hunt, or deer hunt with us, Michigan or Missouri. Take care, folks. Bye-bye.